This week, we are going to focus on mindfulness and meditation. We've M&M. talked M&M. Uh, yeah, you, when you Not came in and M&M. you asked me about, uh, you know, what, what do you want to think about doing a, a week on M&M, I, I thought that you meant the rapper. You went to M&M. Uh-huh. M&M. Yeah, Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Is it really? It is. I didn't know that. Um, and so, um, but that's not what you meant. It isn't. Uh, what I was talking about was meditation and mindfulness. Right. But I thought, M&M. Yes. Okay. And the reason is, uh, two things. I ran into um, an article as um, I was reading through some things, and it was about uh, don't accept the backlash mm-hmm. against meditation. Right. There's, there's been a, and the, the article was about a lot of discussion today mm-hmm. about meditation and mindfulness and all that stuff. Um, and like everything else, there's a movement against. Uh, there was an article published last week about the fellow who suffered liver damage mm-hmm. after taking green tea extract right. supplements, mm-hmm. and it damages it. So we get this, you know, it's very good right. for you, but then there's a backlash against it, whether no, almost no matter what it is. Okay, mm-hmm. they tout the benefits, and then we hear about the the negative aspects of it. Well, and and I think what happens is that so often we have these recommendations that are generally good right. for most people, mm-hmm. but then you have those you know, idiosyncratic um, reactions, reactions right. to it, mm-hmm. and then those get publicized or, and really pushed out there, and then it's, you know, okay, well, it, so maybe it's not so good for you. And with an article like this, the, the fellow with uh, the liver damage, how much did he take, in right. what form, and where did it come from, stuff, and right. all, all those questions arise. I mean, he was taking an extract. So if you drink green tea, that's one thing. But if you're taking an extract and it's concentrated, mm-hmm. you're asking your liver to deal with it. And no matter what you put in your right. body, your liver has to deal with it. Right. Too much of anything, even vitamins. Even will, water. Right, will do this to you. Yeah. Um, and so there are a number of unanswered questions with mm-hmm. that. But, but we understand that there's often a backlash against. And, mm-hmm. and so now we're getting a little pushback on meditation and mindfulness now that it's been in the news so much. And this, the, the author said, you know, don't, don't do that. And we're going to talk about that later in the week. Yeah. But the other reason is because I don't really understand meditation and mindfulness that well. I know what it is. I know its benefits as, a, as an intervention. Mm-hmm. But I suddenly discovered that I really don't understand as much as I should mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. uh, procedure. And the third question was, what's the difference between, is there a difference between meditation and mindfulness? Right. Or is it the same thing? So that prompted a, a discussion of maybe we got to take a closer look at this and uh, see what's behind the curtain. So we decided to begin with what's the difference between meditation right. and mindfulness. Right. So there are two articles linked in the show notes, uh, one from the, the Chopra mm-hmm. Center and the other from um, Vitality, but it's, um, oh, now I can't remember the name of the, uh, it's from Medical uh, Daily. Medical Daily, um, right. It was a... Um, another online magazine. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's two articles that talk about the differences and similarities between mindfulness and meditation. And mm-hmm. I do think that this is a great place to start right. because they are often um, used synonymously right. and, and they are two different things. Mm-hmm. And what I, uh, what I often tell when I'm working with my patients and, and encouraging them to consider uh, mindfulness is I, I work very quickly at the, you know, at the initial um, stages of our conversation mm-hmm. to differentiate mindfulness from what they traditionally, what they think of as traditional 
meditation. So you do make that? I do. Okay, I right. do. Good. So, mm-hmm. um, so that w- we can talk a little bit about about the differences, the differences and yeah. overlap. And I, I like the way that the, both of these articles really talk right. about it because mm-hmm. it's it, it says that you know, it, uh, sort of the short story is that mm-hmm. mindfulness um, is under the generally under the umbrella of meditation. Meditation, meditation is this actually really broad umbrella that covers a whole bunch of different mm-hmm. um, systems and perspectives and theories right. and ideas and philosophies really um, that incorporate you know uh, tantric and, and mm-hmm. deep breathing and, and other right. forms of meditation mm-hmm. um, and, and I think that some would even put um, yoga under portions under of the, that umbrella um, under the meditation umbrella. right under right. the meditation umbrella right. and mindfulness is one thing that could be put under the umbrella of meditation that's right that's the first thing and i think every, i think most of these writers agree that meditation is the overarching uh category mindfulness is a form of right. meditation uh, there are other forms this mm-hmm. is one form so the distinction between the two is that Meditation is what we typically think of that pose, that classic mm-hmm. seated pose. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to find a point of focus. Right. One place where you can focus all of your thinking and all of your thoughts and all mm-hmm. of your everything on a single point of focus. Whereas mindfulness is you are seeking to become more aware of a particular sense. A right. particular something and typically it's it's a particular sense right so meditation is a point of focus and they she talks about five different types right 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 so so you have um, when you when you're thinking about meditation in general mm-hmm. yeah you're, you're talking about um, five different things uh, breathing um, right. loving mantra visualization and guided meditation that's right okay. so each of these things mm-hmm. all of them are possible right okay? and what I like about it and, and what I always advise um, the people I work with is you have to find what works for you right. there is no right thing to do I mean mm-hmm. we typically think of the um, mantra mm-hmm. you know um, 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 mm-hmm. that sort of mm-hmm. thing that's only one technique if it right. doesn't work for you find something that does okay right. So the first one is breath awareness, mm-hmm. just your breathing, okay? The second is loving kindness meditation, mm-hmm. okay? So maybe that works better for you. But you, if you go to the readings that are posted today, you'll find five, try each one out, mm-hmm. see which one works the best for you, which right. is most effective. Uh, some work more quickly than others, mm-hmm. but you have to find what works for you. Right. So there isn't a single approach here. Right. Find the one that works. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, mindfulness, on the other hand, right. Um, again, could would fall under that umbrella um, of of um, of meditation, mm-hmm. but but it does it somewhat differently, and and I think that it it makes it a little bit easier to use, right? Uh, because as you said, you know you you know when we think about traditional meditation, we're thinking of that seated pose mm-hmm. where you're focusing on a single point. Um, you know, uh, I, I like when it comes to some of these traditional types of meditation. One of the ones that I like what is like the visualization, mm-hmm. um, and you know that can either be where you're sitting there, you know, sort of thinking about a, a, a right. vision in your mind, or you know, <coughs> sitting and uh, you know, one of the ones that I found most effective was just sitting and watching a flame, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, like a candle or something, and just watching mm-hmm. how the flame moves and just sort of focusing mm-hmm. on that point. 
um, those are, are really effective. What mindfulness does is it brings you to the present. It right. brings you to right now. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to think about things from the perspective of the immediate. So you're not thinking about the future, you're not thinking about the past, you're thinking about right now. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, and, and it allows you to incorporate, you know, if, if you do so, it allows you to incorporate all of your senses at mm -hmm. one time. That's bringing, when they talk about bringing you to the present, right. that's what they're talking about. And in fact, I didn't know this, but um, the earliest uh, written practices date back to like 1700 mm -hmm. BCE, right. before the Common Era, right. um, in um, in India, right. because that's where this, this whole thing started. I didn't realize that it wasn't until the 20th century that it made its way mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. uh, to the United States. And then it was adapted, it was mm -hmm. adopted in the United States and then adapted to our culture, right. a very different culture. And one of the things that <clears throat> we sometimes advise people to do is the five, four, three, two, one technique. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that last week. Because we're always busy, you know, and mm -hmm. we, we discussed it last week where meditation, um, mindfulness is you usually focus on one sense, mm -hmm. something you see or something you taste or something you smell. You can do each one of those. Uh, and it's sort of the instant, in a way it's kind of the you know, we have instant pudding and instant beverage and instant, mm -hmm. you know, microwave. This is sort of the microwave version of mindfulness. Right. Is, right. Uh, here's a quick way to do it. Mm -hmm. And it works for our very busy lifestyle where everybody is overwhelmed and busy. Later in the week, we're going to talk about what happens in the brain mm -hmm. with these techniques, right. whether it's meditation or mindfulness. And we're going to keep bouncing back and forth. Now mm -hmm. that we've established that, there's a, that mindfulness is a form of meditation, please indulge us because we're going to be going back and forth over the mm -hmm. week. We're going to talk about what it does to the brain. Mm -hmm. The immediate effect is it clears your head. Right. You know, all of us have the, this noise. The, 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 the mental clutter. Right. The clutter that goes on in your mm -hmm. brain. And when you, and the clutter causes stress. Right. Okay. When you're, when you're working and you've got all this stuff going. And also, um, you spend a lot of time thinking about things that have nothing to do with what you're doing. Right. There was a study done at Harvard that said 56.9% of our day is spent thinking about stuff that has nothing to do with what you're doing. Right. And a lot of that stuff is negative noise. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's just worry mm -hmm. and stress and you know, you're trying to work and you're thinking about your bank accounts or you're thinking about your kids or you're thinking about your spouse or you're thinking about your car and you have all this clutter in your head. Mm -hmm. okay? mm -hmm. The first thing that mindfulness or meditation, whether you meditate and go for a single point or mindful and go for a, the present, is it sort of forces your brain to clear all that clutter out and get you back and refocused, mm -hmm. okay? However, if you do these techniques over a long period of time, it actually changes your brain, mm -hmm. makes your brain more able to, uh, it makes it better at memory, at mm -hmm. attention, at focus. Right. So there's two benefits. One is immediate, one is an mm -hmm. acute effect, which clears out the clutter. Right. The other though is a long-term effect. So whether right. you're doing it for short-term or long-term benefits, it's really worth doing. It's uh, and, and I would encourage people to investigate mindfulness and meditation and what will work for you. Right. You know, it's going to be different for everybody. Right. I won't touch a lot of these things. I'm just not part of my personality. Right. But there are other parts that are and that I can do. Right. So there's 
everybody will find some way to do this. Right. Yeah, and, and I think what I what I really like about mindfulness is it is something that you can do anywhere. Um, right. You know, whereas a lot of the other meditation techniques, you want mm -hmm. to be in a quiet, secluded type of place and that kind of thing. That's mindfulness right. is something that you can do anywhere. You know, when we talked about the five, four, three, two, one technique mm -hmm. last week. We talked about when you're sitting in the waiting room of a doctor's office. You can you can use that's, that's that technique right. in that setting to help you know mm -hmm. sort of bring you to your to the present and calm some stress. Right. Um, you can do it in a coffee shop. You know, mm -hmm. if you're having a cup of coffee, you can sit and you can you know go through the five senses and and you know just really analyze mm -hmm. your enjoyment mm -hmm. of that cup of coffee, and that just brings <coughs> you to that moment and can help relieve some of that other pressure and stress. One of the reasons I, I'm smiling because I'm thinking, where would I put this in my life was, mm -hmm. was one of the early problems. And I thought, <clears throat> I don't want to do it in the office. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. This doesn't seem to belong in my office. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Can't do it at night once I get home because mm -hmm. my house is very busy mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. evening hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, where would I find? I, there isn't really, I can't find a quiet place mm -hmm. in the house. Mm -hmm. But I'm up by myself in the morning, mm -hmm. and so that would be my time to mm -hmm. do this if Absolutely. I wanted to do meditation. Right. Mindfulness I can do in my yeah. car if I want to. Right. Okay. But meditation, you need to find a quiet place, mm -hmm. a place and a time. It's like doing homework. Yeah. You have to have a place to do Absolutely. it with all your stuff there. But again, you can fit this anywhere into your life. Mm -hmm. If you, I used to run every day, mm -hmm. and that's when I did right. a lot of this meditating mm -hmm. because it would, it was a perfect. I was alone, and you're just out doing things and right. so you let your mind drift and and it works worked real well when I was running yeah. I don't know whether the benefit was more from running or from meditation or both it did both yeah but find what works for you mm -hmm. don't think of this as oh he's a tree hugger this is hippie stuff it's none of that um, see mm -hmm. what works for you it's really useful short-term and long-term. And, and the science is very clear that it's helpful. The, so. the science is undeniable. We'll talk about that later in the week, yeah. but it's undeniable. Absolutely. The benefits are, are undeniable. Absolutely so. All right. Well, that is it then yeah. for today. Thanks. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid. Mm -hmm.